Hi guys, and welcome to the first episode of Off the Air. I'm your host, Luke Tillery, here with our amazing co-hosts. Lacey. Emily. And Morgan. And Morgan. All right, and today, our very first topic today is going to be the 80s. So what do y'all know about the 80s? I know that my mother was born in the 80s, and she really, 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 really likes to talk about the 80s a lot. A lot. Um, my mother used a lot of hairspray. Um, that was the only thing that she used on her hair for like 10 years, the whole decade. So, yeah. I don't know much about the 80s because my mom doesn't talk about it. (laughs) All right. Well, all right. So I'll give you guys some information about the 80s. The 80s is when scrunchies first came into fashion. Jazzercise was the biggest form of exercise at the time. And neon was everything. Also in the 80s, the very first MTV Music Awards aired. Wasn't, like, MTV, like, what would MTV, like, equate to in something, in, like, today's terms? Okay, so. MTV, it's still a thing. No, but, it, like, <laughs> it was really big in the 80s, M- but, like. MTV, like, um, you guys remember, like, when we were, like, 10 and Pandora first came out? Yeah. It was kind of like that. So, like, basically, no one thought at, in the very beginning that it would ever become big because it was just the channel that aired music videos. But when it started doing that, everyone realized, because like at the time, not every song that was big had a music video. Most, most of them didn't. Um, if they did have a music video, it was um, released on TV. They didn't even have like physical copies of them. And most of them would be live performances and not an actual music video. And then some people started doing them and people were like, we could make a channel out of this of just showing music videos and so that was kind of what they did and it ended up like exploding becoming something that was extremely popular and in 1984 they had the very first mtv awards which ended up being a huge success and it kind of the (laughs) popularity exploded from there why do you know so much about it why do you not know so much about it it's a legendary lacy thank you why do you not know so much about it oh my gosh okay well (laughs) we're gonna Okay, so basically what we're going to do is we're going to start off from 1980 and try to wait. Sorry, I'm trying to make our way all the way to 1989 through the entire decade. Can anyone guess what song we're starting with? Like a Prayer. No, that came out in 1989. This has to be a song that came out in 1980. Can we get a genre? Um, Rock pop. An artist? Madonna. No. She it's didn't not be- Madonna? No, it's not uh, Madonna. She oh, wait, wasn't big in the 80s, was she? She became big in 83 and 84. Boom. Yeah, so this is 1980. So the band we are starting off with is Blondie. Oh, I, I was <gasps> just going to say that. Blondie. What do you guys know about Blondie? Um, I know that... Um, Miley Cyrus. Miley, shut up, let me say I'm it. so sorry. I know that Miley Cyrus did like a really, really good cover of Heart of Glass by Blondie, and it was really, really good. And so I listened to Blondie a little bit, and so um, all I really know is Heart of Glass. Okay, so they did the Heart of Glass, Call Me. <laughs> they did Heart of Glass, Call Me, One Way or Another. Do you guys know that song? Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. And um, What song? One way or another. One, One direction. direction. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shut up. And then they um I can't remember the other song that they did that was like really, really big that everyone um I don't know. Let me go on Spotify and Yeah, let me go sure. back to my music playlist. Hey, I'm pulling it up. <clears throat> oh, the tide is high. That was their other big one. Uh, it's like if you, if you heard it, it's one of those songs, but if you heard it, sing it. Uh, I can actually play it. 
Oh, it's, it's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> the tide is high. Don't know the words. It goes like this or something. <laughs> oh, interesting. The tide is high, and I'm holding yeah, yeah, yeah. on. The only reason I know I'm like gonna be your number one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the kind of girl who gives up just like that. Hello. Hello. Whoa. <laughs> All right, so we're actually gonna we're actually gonna start off with our very first song, "Call Me." i 
All right. So what do you guys think about that? It's a really good song. Yeah, it's a, it's a real bopper. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Did you guys? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bopper. Everyone knows that song. Definitely a song that has carried on through the. I efforts. think that's on my mom's workout playlist. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that that would be a really good party song. Like a lot of 80s stuff, especially like electronic pop or like stuff with the synth would be like really good party music. And it makes me really nostalgic. For a time yeah. that I wasn't even alive. Yeah. It's All very right. like psychedelic rocky. Yeah, like know? it was you can definitely tell that it was a byproduct of the transition from the seventies to the eighties. This is gonna be around the same time that the death of disco happened. Oh, Do you okay. guys know about that? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so basically disco had become oversaturated at that point and they literally had like um I don't remember where it was, but I think it was like nineteen seventy nine or nineteen eighty there was like a huge riot and people were bringing all their disco albums to, it was like some big, it, w- it was a baseball field of some big like major league team and they like burnt all of their records and it was known as the death of disco. Oh, and wow. for 15 years, you n- never really heard a song that was inspired with a disco sound. It wasn't until um, Madonna's Vogue that brought in elements of disco and um, house music that really started bringing more of those disco-y sounds back. They did the same thing in uh, that 70s show. Yeah. They burned all the disco music, like, at a party in the middle of, like, the woods or something. Yeah. That 70s That's show crazy. is no it, it longer was like a, Netflix, It was like so a... I've never seen it. I was going to watch it, and then they took it off before I could watch it. It was like a nationwide thing. All right, so now we're going to skip to 1984. Do you guys know what song we're doing from 1984? No idea. Is it Madonna? Yeah, I'm of just going to say Madonna. <laughs> but can you guess the song? Because I don't know no. any Madonna songs okay. other than... So, a little... Vogue. A little Madonna, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> can I guess, but I'm kind of cheating because like, I helped make this, but is this Material Girl? Yes. Okay, so... <gasps> material Girl. Okay, oh, my so, God. Like, from Stranger Things. So, in 1984, Madonna like, became big. Like, that's the only big. way that that's the song Lacey, is listen. famous. So, in 1984, um, Madonna had had a couple hits. She had had... Um, Holiday, Lucky Star. It was kind of like um, Dua Lipa before she released Future Nostalgia. Like she was a household name, but everyone thought she was going to be one of those ones that had a couple hits and then kind of faded into obscurity. The very first MTV Awards, they asked her to perform. She was going to perform an unreleased song. That song was Like a Virgin. In the middle of the performance, she had a wardrobe malfunction and kind of had to... Um, she basically like improv the rest of her um, set ended up becoming a household name because of how provocative the set was at the time. So she pulled a Miley Cyrus. Yeah. She, she basically pulled a Miley Cyrus before pulling a Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus pulled a Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And um, she was basically thrusted into being an icon off of one one occurrence. And she kind of built her whole career off of, off like of her that whole image and stuff. Yeah, like that was whenever um like the term boy toy was kind of was kind oh. of became into mm-hmm. you know pop culture was yeah. because in the middle of her performance her belt said boy toy and it became like you know like the huge frizzy hair all of that was kind of influenced by Madonna and like that edgy girl look like you know the ripped gloves stuff like that was all influenced by Madonna in 1984. So Just like even down to her music video though it was like legendary. Yeah, okay. Like so the meanings yeah. and this that she music video 
was a spoof of Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend from Marilyn Monroe. And the whole entire music video is one big spoof off of it. And the song goes into detail about how she is a material girl. And if you want her, you need to buy her a whole bunch of expensive gifts and raise like her net worth and everything. But the, but the music video actually shows like a reverse of that. Like if you want her love, you need to show her that you actually love her and not just buy her expensive gifts. And it ended up being a really big music video at the time. Um, that is also how Madonna kind of became that famous was because she really used music videos to influence what she gave her followers. And that was part of the reason she became so big. She like, you know, Michael Jackson released Thriller and everyone was like, oh, Thriller, it's a dance music video. It was one of the first dancing music videos. She kind of piggybacked off that and reinvented what dancing music videos were at the time. So now we're going to start Material Girl. This is 1984.
All right. So what did y'all think about that? It was really good. It was, I, I've definitely either played it on Just Dance or listened to it somewhere else. You want to hear the funny thing? The first time I ever heard that song, I was at church. Really? Yeah. They played it like at church. Like that's the song that they played because they were like, materials are worth nothing in the eyes of God. (laughs) And then material girl started playing and I was like, Okay, so you want to hear like what's like act- something like a, a really cool fact about it? So Madonna herself was like kind of the one who made synth pop so famous, because um, like at that time synth was used, but it wasn't like the main part of a song. Do you under- like? Do you know what I mean? And Madonna was whenever she first became famous, a lot of the stuff she was producing was mostly synth. And when that music became big, she was like kind of like. Cause you know how like now if you listen to like just dance or you know songs like that they're mostly synth that she kind of helped escalate that into popularity okay, cool. yeah i didn't i yeah. literally didn't know any of this <laughs> so now we are going to move to 1988 and can any of you guess who it'll be um uh second icon whitney houston yeah <gasps> wow can you guess what song no no idea. Okay, so this song is called So Emotional. Never heard of it before. Okay, so, so I had never emotional. Yeah, I had never heard of it until I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Of course. Luke uh, made me watch at, the at, iconic at, video. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> in it it was the last lip sync battle of the entire season. Whoever wins it wins wow. the crown. Yay. And in it it was I think it was um I don't remember who the other girl was. Um, yeah, we don't even know her name. Sasha, <laughs> no, she's actually really good, and I'm like really mad at myself that I don't remember her name because she's like one of those people that like you know you just know off the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Sasha Velour, who's known for being like a bald drag queen, that's like her whole thing was being bald. She starts it off with like this beautiful long red wig, mm-hmm. and as it would get to the cur- chorus, the first chorus, she throws off one of her like ball gown gloves, and roses like explode out of it. Wow. And then in the second chorus, they don't even even explode. They like fall down, like in the most like yeah, like like throws out of it. And then it gets to the last chorus at the part where it's like I get so emotional, but like she's like crying while Mm -hmm. lip syncing to it, and she grabs her wig and she shakes it off, and rose petals (gasps) fall out of it. Oh my god! And it pans to the crowd, and all the crowd just gets up, and they're like. Girl should have just literally quit. Yeah, like, the, it was the other girls. <laughs> the <laughs> other girls in the back, like step and turn, step and turn, <laughs> step, step, kickball change. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, it was awkward for that. Okay, all right. So I'm going to play it now, and we'll see what y'all think. I don't know why I like it. I just do. Out of my head uh, I've 
So what y'all think about that? That was really nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a real bopper. Definitely, mm-hmm. de- it definitely screams eighties. Yeah, yes. sure. Oh yes, the late Whitney Houston. That's what an icon she really was. She really was. Well, like mm-hmm. so, like she was so big that like you know everyone everyone knows Madonna as like the queen of pop, but like she was so big that Madonna has done interviews where she said that she would have nightmares of her, like in her dream she would wake up to like her manager or her producers telling her that her new song got beat out by a Whitney Houston song. You're kidding. No, like That's she crazy. said, like she said that it'd be something that she would wake up in like hot flashes from <laughs> because she was so scared that like the songs she was producing were being outdone by Whitney Houston. Ooh. Because, you know, Ooh. like Whitney, Whitney Houston's like pure, like raw vocal talent yeah. Yeah. when Madonna has always been about the performance of it. And like, yeah, even like though she, she's really good at singing, she has never been like a singer singer. She's always yeah. been a performer. Mm-hmm. She's like an image. Like yeah. she influences. She's not there to like belt it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right. So now we are moving to 1989. Wow. 
Can y'all guess what? Does this wake me up before you go? Mm -hmm. No. Dang it. Can you guess it? Or just the artist right now? No. 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 Got nothing. All right. So we are back with Madonna for Like a Prayer. Okay, I I I, once you this, once you hear it, you'll definitely know what it is. Okay. So, by this point, Madonna is no stranger to controversy. She had the MTV music performance that thrust her into you know the public eye. Then her next album, True Blue, was released, and the big controversy with that was the song Papa Don't Preach, which is about a teen pregnancy and her the woman in the song asking her father what he thinks the right course of action is. So. It went from that album to Like a Prayer. Like a Prayer was released, and the music video was so controversial that at that time, she had a $3 million um, advertising deal with Pepsi. And you have to think about, like, inflation. That's probably what, like, 10, Tons more 10, than it is now. 10 or $15 million dollars now. Yeah. yeah. And That's it was crazy. so controversial that a month into it, they drawled out of the deal <gasps> but let her keep all the money. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So they only aired like one commercial of her and then Ew. they had to stop airing it because people were saying that this music video was c- too controversial and they had dropped in sales because she was the spokesperson at that time. Madonna they said not boy. mess around. Yeah. And then after after that, she would start the Blonde Ambition Tour. And for those of you who don't know, the Blonde Ambition Tour was what really made what t- tours are today. The Blonde Ambition Tour, like before that, Tours were kind of just the singer gets up there, sings. If they dance, it's like a step and touch and a turn. Nothing extravagant. The Blonde Ambition Tour was such a big change from what everyone was doing that she ended up actually getting arrested in multiple countries because the show was considered too... Provocative. Extravagant, basically. Like she got arrested in um, Canada... And because the show was was too provocative, even though if you like watch it now, Canada, now, now tripping. it's not even <laughs> considered provocative. Like you look at that and you're like, it's just like a regular show. But that was like how different it was. Like so just uh, it's a completely different time. She really paved the way for like modern like mm, yes, performers. Like, you know, you think of on um, like nowadays they people get up there and they're in like you know um, pantyhose, high heels, yeah. and then like like a short dress or something like that, or, you Mm -hmm. know, like whatever they're dancing in, like their costume. And you don't think about like how scandalous it might actually be because, you know, we're so used to seeing it at that time. She, none of that had ever been done before. And it all kind of really cemented her place as being a superstar who was known for controversy. It was kind of like Elvis for a while when he started doing his little hit move. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Like everyone was like, what's going on? Um, also at this time, Dick Tracy was being released. She was one of the stars in Dick Tracy, which was actually a kid's show. After oh. Like a Prayer, she released an album completely um, modeled around like the 1930s and the 40s in, in jazz. And yeah. it was a really great album if you listen to it. Obviously something not everyone's going to be interested in, but a really great album. So yeah, now we're going to... Thank you for the history. Yeah, that. you're like a whiz. Um, <laughs> Like honestly, don't like honestly, <laughs> Luke. Did you remember? Did you memorize your fast facts? Okay. No, nope. <laughs> he been honey. He I been I whenever I was born, I came out and I was like, so whenever Madonna was thirty-two. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what Literally. happened. Literally. All right, so here 
we go.
what y'all think iconic honestly yeah iconic yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so like after this she went on to go into the blonde ambition tour um honestly mega hit you know like (laughs) this is literally a fanboy for madonna i literally i literally know everything about her i was there at her birth okay (laughs) he was there he was in attendance. Yeah. <laughs> I was the doctor, like, reincarnated. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, that does wrap up the show for today. Awesome. Thanks so much for, like, Thank you guys me. for being here. We, we wouldn't have had Lots of fun. Exactly. Without your Madonna information. Madonna facts. Honestly, Period. I could have made this whole list about Madonna. Like. I feel like you you could have just hobby. sat here and talked the whole hour. And I, you would have filled I, up uh, all the time. I could have gone on for, I could have pulled up videos, like if podcasts were something you watched instead of listened to, there would have videos. Oh, oh yeah, um, for we sure. We were just talking about how if we have a Harry Styles episode, that'll be me, Morgan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, you know we actually don't listen to these songs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, these we're all sitting at back. the computer and we just skip 30 seconds into it. We're like, yeah, put that one on the list. <laughs> People know that one. Yeah. Well, that was really fun. We're yeah. like, put like a prayer. How do you spell prayer? <laughs> <laughs> Who made it? Madonna. Who? <laughs> <laughs> what you? <year? laughs> yeah. All right. So thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for having us. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye. Bye.